He's got he's got one of the fixed bench presses, which is um, you know an IPF, an International Powerlifting Federation spec bench press. So it's, yeah. it's a good sized bench, and uh, and the full squat cage and a deadlifting platform, all in like his kitchen slash dining yeah, area. Yeah, it's like in his house. <laughs> so I think his wife's like in the kitchen making sandwiches for like her, her son and he's like, you know, squatting out 200 two, two meters away, benching <laughs> with his bench shirt on. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. And he was also doing French and, and he didn't do his homework. And, and as a matter of fact, I think like, like only maybe three kids had done their homework that day. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you're all going to get, you know, recessed attention. And, and and he just like stood up. He's like, you can't give us all attention. She, she, yeah, she, it didn't work. Uh, 17 of us had to stay at recess. And do <laughs> but he's like, what are you going to do? You're going to keep us all here? And she's like, yes. That's a baller move. Though. It was. Right? It, it was like yeah, eight or nine. He was only like 13 or 14. So basically I asked him, is there any way that I can sort of like biohack it so that my body's recovering more? He's like, first of all, don't like to call it biohacking because uh, it's not, you're not hacking your biology. You're just doing what your biology can do. You're just optimizing. Yes, optimizing, right. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Big Flex. Yes, we're back. I got one. We're back. I got the crowd instead of the crickets this time. That's right. We're back again. Welcome. And uh, before we start, let's just uh, kick things off by saying, if you haven't already, please subscribe. Like and subscribe. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, help the channel grow yeah. so we can keep doing these podcasts that we enjoy so much doing. Tell your friends. Please. So, what are we flexing on today, Adrian? Uh, what are we flexing on today? Um, well, the first thing that we're flexing on is that he is flexing and he needs a name. Yes, we have had we need... some comments uh, and by he, for those that are just listening, because remember, this podcast, guys, is not only available on YouTube in video format. Where else it, is it available now? It's available anywhere that you want to get audio podcasts from. So you got your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, and then all the other ones. And wh- what do they say? Um, it's on, they say Spotify, Apple Play, Google Play. Google and, Play, Apple Podcasts. Oh, what's the tagline they always use? And anywhere else you get good podcasts from that's right they always say good podcasts know where you get your bad ones from yeah so this anywhere is, else you get good podcasts. this is from. a good one yeah and um it's available at all the places that you get good podcasts from yeah um but yeah but please subscribe on youtube it, it helped help the channel grow um which we've done really well so far it's gone up from uh 40 something to 84 yeah subscribers almost double, now. it's almost double which is pretty cool i like that you're on spotify actually i i went through and listened to all of your old podcasts just driving around uh, that was that was handy because like I see you all the time. I don't want to watch you any more than I have to. <laughs> but it was what, good. To, it was good doing? to have it just playing in the car while I was driving. Driving? Were you just making your way downtown? <laughs> driving past? Yeah, yeah I was <laughs> making my way. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was that was actually really good. I, I think out of all of your podcasts, all of the ones that you've done so far, and these are the the. Um, what are they called? The professional ones. It's just the Strength Institute podcast, right? Yeah, the Strength Institute yeah. podcast. Out of all of the ones that you've done so far, I like the sleep one. That, that is one's... the most popular by minutes watched. Yeah? yeah. It's the most interesting, I find. It's just, it just really interesting. Dr. Yeah. Ian Duncan knows his stuff. And as a matter of fact, uh, I actually just recorded another podcast with him yesterday oh, cool. um, via Zoom and uh, edited that up. That's coming out this week, but it's not going to be on the Strength Institute podcast. It's going to be on the um, on the Running a Marathon podcast miniseries ah, okay. because cool. he not only is a PhD sleep scientist, mm. he also has run over 20 ultra marathons and like a, a dozen um, normal marathons. So I was picking his brain about endurance training and, and everything like that, which is, um, again, pretty interesting. Also, 
he told me off for calling it biohack. I was like, oh, because I remember in the initial podcast, uh, I don't know if you remember, um, but he was basically saying if you want to um, get some PBs in the gym, a great time to do it is sort of around like 5 p.m. because mm-hmm. your body naturally on its um, on its cycle is quite awake then. Yeah. Um, probably from hundreds of thousands of years of evolution of having to be awake at nighttime, mm-hmm. uh, just before nighttime, you didn't get eaten by giant cats yes, in the wilderness. Set up camp and hide. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so he said, you know, it's a great time to do weights. And I was like, well, is it, also a good time to run. And he had said that in that previous podcast that basically different parts of your sleep cycle repair different parts of your body. So like, uh, you know, I can't remember because it was quite a while ago, but I think like deep sleep, you might recover um, your body more. And then like cognitive repair happens during different parts of I your REM cycle. I remember him saying yes. that, yeah. So basically I asked him, is there any way that I can sort of like biohack it so that my body's recovering more? He's like, first of all, don't like to call it biohacking because uh, it's not you're not hacking your biology. You're just doing what your biology can do. You're just optimizing. Yes, it. optimizing, yeah. right. So um, and that, that's pretty interesting. So that comes out this week. Listen to that because um, he also drops a, c- a couple more um, yeah, very useful hints, um, especially on supplementation for getting awesome. better sleep in terms of zinc, um, magnesium, um, uh, iron supplementation, stuff like that. Awesome. You know how you were talking about uh, testosterone potentially lowering for endurance athletes? Yeah. Iron also drops. You just can't absorb iron as well, um, endurance mm. athletes. Okay. And he said that actually the best way to supplement that is to do it on the off swing of your training. So if you train consistently in the evenings is to supplement your iron in the mornings. Oh. So I'm going to so start like um, pumping up the iron in the mornings. 300 grams of scotch fillet steak for breakfast. I'm just going to you know blend up some beets and put it in my omelet, <laughs> purple omelet. That's actually really interesting. Well, it's good that, that that's a... Like the around five o'clock is when you're at the most uh, optimal level for strength because that's when I do my strength training. It's, the moment is like four o'clock. To five yeah, o'clock. and and that's the thing where I was I was running in the morning in the evenings. And I was like I, I felt more accomplished training in the morning because I had the whole day ahead of me and I felt yeah. good. I had that, you know, the endorphins and yeah. I felt 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 good the whole day. But I I actually run a little faster in the late afternoons and evenings. So I've now switched all my training to the uh, to the other side. I used to train six a.m for quite a while and doing all my weight training then it was good because you do you just feel amazing it's really good while i was at uni is you just switched on feel good you're happy everything feels amazing especially when it's cold you're warm after that everything's just feels nice but i've never been as strong as when i train in the afternoon Mm. it's just it's just easier doesn't matter what type of day, rain, hail, or shine. It's just always better in the afternoon. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. your body's had more time to just yeah. fuel and be awake and be ready to sling some weights. Sling, just sling some just weights. slinging some weights. Slinging around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, but actually, we've diverged. This whole started off with the, the gnome. The gnome so name. Basically, okay, yeah. So what should we... The question yeah. to for, our 84 yeah. subscribers now. And, uh, and this was... For the people that were listening, that's how this whole thing got sidetracked. Yeah. Um, there is a gnome here, and he's uh, squatting. Um, Actually, and he's pretty jacked. He's got five plates each side. So if they're twenty kilo plates, you know, so he's first doing of a all, good. Where did you get that from? Once this was uh, a pair of my lovely cli- uh, clients, a, a husband wife team. Oops, a husband wife team, uh, Bavik and Kalpana, and they're um, two. Adorable kids uh, gave that to me at my one year anniversary slash Christmas party. Such a good present. Okay, yeah. so that's awesome. Two. 
Has anyone who watches our podcast noticed that he is hidden in almost all of the videos, the exercise videos we've been releasing? If you have, comment <laughs> below. If you haven't, look for them in the other workout videos because we've very carefully hidden him without saying anything about it in a few of the, the workout videos we've been doing, which has been uh, kind of fun. Just about almost, I, I, like 90% of our workout videos he's yeah, in. I yeah, I think we, we, we didn't do it in the first few mobility ones. And the and hands, then, I think. Yeah, and yeah. then he started being incorporated into just uh -huh. hiding in the background and stuff. If people did not. My, my own mum didn't even notice I think because yeah. I had told uh, Kezia about it and then she was doing a workshop uh, with mum and then she had told mum they went back and were looking through all the old videos trying to find yeah. him yeah. but Good. we need a name for him okay so what is the gnome's name the name for the gnome now I mean, we could chuck out a couple of options here but we could also put it out to the people that to, to leave a comment unfortunately not everyone leaves a comment you know what I feel like I feel like a few people would leave maybe some inappropriate comments I feel like Megan, if she's listening, would probably leave an inappropriate comment. <laughs> hey, man, freedom of speech is a thing. But if you're, if you're too inappropriate, you just get blocked. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, all right. Everybody leave a comment on what you think this um, powerlifting, squatting gnome should be called. I can't think of any good gnome puns at the moment. Um, like good names, also silly names. Just whatever. What do, you, what do you got for us? Gnome names. Throw some out right now. See if they're any good. Um, J Jackie the Jacked. Something like that. I don't know. He is pretty jacked. He's pretty swollen. He's pretty swollen. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Off the cuff, off the cuff I, I'd have to have a think about it. No. No. We'll think about it. We'll come yeah. back next week. Yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think. Let us know what we should name him. And also, if you haven't found him in any of the other workout videos, go have a look. See if you can find him. Uh, yeah, so he definitely deserves a little more of the spotlight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we didn't touch on this last podcast because my marathon training sort of hijacked a good portion of it. Mm -hmm. um, Italian. Yeah, yeah. I was learning Italian and still learning Italian. We had some problems with the app that we were using, which was really frustrating. We couldn't use it. And then Sarah went to work this morning and I was having a look at it this morning, seeing if it was fixed. And it is. So <gasps> it's pretty exciting. I know uh, we just didn't get anything back from the support team. It was Rosetta Stone? Yeah, yeah. The, they were away and it said something on their side along the lines of there's no one in the office. So things are going to take a little bit longer, which kind of sucked. But it's all fixed now. So, yeah, I have did a, a half an hour lesson this morning. All right. So because you guys were pretty um, strict for the first sort of two weeks and then you're having some technical issues. Half an hour, five days a week. So yep. we were doing it as a recommendation of the, the program we were using. And it was all going pretty well. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wanted you to come in and actually just start busting out some Italian sentences. That's not like that, Nevin. It's it's like you learn things like female and male and yeah. colors and big so and identifying things. Just doing sentences now. So all I've learned for the time being is uh, la bambina beve, which is like the girl drinks or um, uh, what was the other one? Uh the car can you say the boy the car yeah il bambino beve is il bambino the, the, the il bambino uh the boy beve is drinks or uh il bambino manja which is the boy eats something like that or like the the macchina e bianco which is like the car is white stuff like that so it's like identification of of it's really basic stuff to start with like reading or eating or running really basic stuff and it's identifying the masculine and feminine versions of the words and things it's, it's super basic so barely stringing sentences together but it's actually a really good app i like it so far the rosetta stone thing it's, it's basic and it doesn't really explain much it just kind of like throws you in and then you figure it out as you go so i think after doing the course that we're doing that um we'll have to go in and, and do a little bit more more of the like uh 
learning the rules and stuff. I don't go over that stuff where I'm like, I know I'm saying it, but I don't know why or like what the rules to the words are. English is a really hard, complicated language. So when you go to learn simpler languages, it's difficult, I think, to learn because it doesn't, like, English doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> there's so many different, there's like five words for there. Like, they are there, there, there. And then you have other languages like Italian, or I learned Portuguese for a while. It's so simple. It's so much simpler than English is. English is a silly language. Okay. It's way too complicated. I, I remember when I was at school, um, I did French for a couple of years. You know, to pick French J Japanese at my school. And I just, um, I didn't like that there was masculine version a feminine version and then there's like a formal and informal as well mm. which is yeah it's like that, it's i'm not like, sure about it's all like this. that with most other languages. yeah i i, I and know it's way simpler mm, you think way simpler okay. yeah it's, right. it's, well, it's a, a lot easier to learn it's why english is so hard to learn in comparison to other languages because there are so many more rules and things like that it's like it's silent g's in front of gnomes in front of gnomes but the none no other languages have words that sound similar, that mean different things. They just have different words that mean different things. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, and there's a lot of different, um, like there's a lot of finesse in the English language where you can really describe the crap out of something. Whereas in other languages, you just like, it's not that complicated. You don't have to go to all that effort. Um, uh, my roommate is French and she was saying that um, the English language is hard because like you're talking about a thing and you say like the thing and you start talking about it. You don't need to say like, I am talking about a table. Like it's inferred in the language. It's just much simpler to speak. So she sometimes gets frustrated with the English language because you're like, you said all this useless crap before you told me about the thing you were talking about. I'm just wasting time over here. So it's kind of, yeah. Apparently uh, English is just much harder mm. because it's much more complicated. All right. Yeah, it's, it's interesting stuff. Very interesting. Yeah. Have you, so have you learned any other languages other than that in school? Um, I learnt a very little bit of uh, French in school. Yeah. Uh, bonjour, je m'appelle Nevin. Yeah. J'habite Australia. <laughs> um, à la plage. Did you remember quite a bit from high school? To the beach. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Some stuff. Not not really. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. Actually, <laughs> this funny moment. And we had um. She at the time she seemed quite strict. Our French teacher. Yeah. I can't remember her name. And uh, one of my good friends, uh, Press, uh, who I actually um, have known since I was fourth grade, so like nine years old, eight or nine years old, mm -hmm. and um, and he was also doing French, and and he didn't do his homework, and and as a matter of fact, I think like, like only maybe three kids had done their homework that day. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, you're all going to get you know recessed attention," and 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 he just like stood up. He's like, "You can't give us all attention. It's like." <laughs> She, start a she, yeah, she, it didn't work. Uh, Seventeen of us had to stay at recess and do homework. But he's like, "What are you uh, gonna do? You're gonna keep us all here?" And she's like, "Yes." That's a baller move. Though, it was. Right? It, it, it was like yeah, eight or nine. He was only like thirteen or fourteen. Um, so he was dominance. trying to start. Yeah, it didn't work at all. Um, we all had to stay there for recess and do our homework. Well, that's unfortunately how authority really works. Isn't yeah. It? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, yeah so it, it's been good. Been good. We're going to get back into it and start doing awesome. it five times a week again. And you so. said your partner's got uh, work again, which is fantastic. Yeah, she's working. She's got work until December so far. She's working full time, which is pretty awesome. So things, Very are, awesome. things are looking up. And I think hopefully things will be looking up for the gym soon as well. I mean, we had like four or five days in a row, no new cases in yeah. WA. Um, and basically all of our things coming from the ship. Apparently, WA is uh, one of the best places to be in the world. So hopefully, we'll see some some restrictions lifted here before other places, which which will be really nice. It'll be really nice. Yeah. I can't wait to get everyone back in and here. Speaking of the gym, it is looking very different lately. 
We have done some things and moved some stuff. You got some new equipment in. It's just, it's looking nice. Some things and some stuff have yeah. been happening for yeah. sure. So I took this opportunity of um, basically every gym equipment store in Australia. Um, and I wonder if it's like this in other countries too. I know I've got some US listeners, um, if it's the same there, but basically everything sold out completely of everything. Yeah. So you just couldn't get any weights, any dumbbells, mm. nothing. It was all sold out. And uh, I had some excess um, plate weights, uh, some some 25 kilo plate weights uh, bumpers that I had bought when I did the original fit out of the gym. And because I hadn't fit out a gym before, I was like, oh, I need these here and here. And I was like, you know, just like layout wise, mm-hmm. I didn't need that much. So I over ordered on a bunch of plates and I could not sell them for what I uh, paid for them. I couldn't sell them for, you know, a lot less than what I paid for them. So I took them off the, the market and just was like, I'll just keep them here. And uh, I figured, oh, everyone's looking for some some weights. I'll, I'll chuck them back up and see if, um, you know, at a, at a reasonable price. I didn't hike it up. I put them up for what I paid for them. Yeah. And they're new that they're not used. And uh, and I sold, I don't know, it was like 18, 25 kilo plates in about 30 minutes. <laughs> I was like, I should have. I should have inflated the price. I didn't because I'm a good guy. But, um, <laughs> but yes, I sold those. I sold the big leg press that was in here. Um, as good as the machine as it was, it wasn't great for a variety of different body shapes. Um, yeah. Like if you were short or tall, like you either couldn't fit in it or or you couldn't unrack it because it only had one unracking mechanism, which you is strange. You had to strange, do like almost half a rep just to unrack it. Yeah, and yeah. because it was such a nice quality machine, like it was on bearings, like it rolled real smooth. The you design had to load a heap great. of weight, but yeah. the unracking and racking mechanism wasn't good. So I've replaced that. I sold that. And then for the um, for what I made selling it, I you know managed to buy another leg press, which I think is going to be a really nice addition, um, yeah. which is a lot more uh, user friendly. I think looks cool. As um, well. Yeah, I, I like the look of it. Um, so that's that's yeah. good. That's new. Mm-hmm. What else? We I've hung up a bunch of the bands, and, yeah. and I was actually telling Paul, um, he's my neighbor here. He's still working at his own security company next door, and uh, he's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, I just drilled this stuff from here." He's like, "Oh, so you moved it from five meters from there to there?" I was like, "Yeah, Paul, but it's way more efficient <laughs> it looks now. Really nice. It looks really good." Well, I'm most excited, I think, about the log, putting the log up. Yes, we did speak about that in one of the other. Was the, that in one of the big flex? It was, I believe, our first the first one, either the first or the second big flex podcast. We talked about the infamous strongman log the made log, from a yeah. down Jared telephone pole. Thank and you now it's going power. up. It's going to be a feature in the gym it's going to be like a functional art piece so yeah. basically usable um, but just looks nice mm, instead uh, this podcast is already full of shout outs this is a shout out to chris brook builder and uh his son ed came with their uh with their carpenter actually uh, ben taylor who built the entire bathroom block um that's in the gym mm-hmm. um very handy builders and they came and drilled in some big i don't know you call them like loop bolts or eye bolts uh, and Kem set them into the wall. Um, and so he said, you can hang like 900 kilos off each one of these. I was like, well, Sweet. this log's only 85, so that's perfect. Yep. And, uh, and I think today after the podcast, we might even duck down to Bunnings and buy a couple meters of chain and hang that sucker up. That'll be cool. I'd like to see so, that So yeah, above yeah. the, uh, on the wall, but How above. How are we going to lift that up? Well, we'll figure it out. We're, we're, we're fit young men. Yeah. We can figure it out. We're going to, um, it's going to be basically, yeah, hanging on the wall uh, above the, you know, barbell storage and above the deadlifting platform. Yeah. So you, you can see it from basically everywhere in the gym. It's going to look pretty cool. It just does. It and you could get really down if, cool. you, if you wanted to, but otherwise that's going to be its home. It doesn't need to come down. Mm. It's, I, as a feature for the gym, it, it adds to it. It looks it looks real nice up there. I yeah, like I think it. it's going to look um, going to look great. And then, yeah, like we tidied up the whole strongman area. Um, just everything has a home now instead of just being sprawled in a big mess. Yeah, it um, looks mo- it's functional. Works yeah, better. Well, Space the, works better. And it looks really nice. It now. looks nice. And I think the um, uh, with the strongman equipment, I went on a bit of a... Um, 
you know, I bought a, a lot more stuff in the lead up to the Australia Strongest um, Man and Woman competition just to make sure that um, my, my athlete Megan could could get all the um, the training in that she needed to mm. train specifically for the comp. And so, like, all this equipment kept coming in, and we didn't really have any place to put it um, with the old layout. But yeah, yeah we re- redesigned that whole um, back strongman area. She did use all of it regularly. Oh yeah, no, it all yeah. got used all yeah. the time. It was just like it was just like all there though. Now yeah. it all has a home, and everything awesome. can you can access every bit of equipment without having to move other equipment to get to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is extremely handy when you're trying to get heavy things in and out of the gym. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it does. It looks it looks fantastic. It looks much better now. I like mm. it. I like the the more astroturf as well. That looks good. Yeah, put a little bit more astroturf down, which is dual fact. One, it looks nicer, mm. a more clean cut, and it yeah. frames the deadlifting platform a bit better. But also, um, it's really hard to vacuum in and around those toaster racks. And so now the astroturf is a little bit of a buffer. Like you can't see as much dirt when it comes in. You know. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Nice. Um, what else? So I'm back. Uh, just for those listening, at the moment, the camera that I'm using, um, Dad very kindly lent me one of his cameras, but it's not like designed as much for video as it is for like still photography. So it has a 20 minute record limit. So every 20 minutes, I jump up and have to like reset it. And we actually went over there and I was worried that it wasn't going to save the clip. Oh, it did save the clip. The Speaking of the devil, Dad just walked into the gym. Get, get out of here. Jeez. <laughs> He's <laughs> jumping in the window. Um, so you said that might have been cut off in the last round that you're going back on carnivore diet. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm starting carnivore again. I don't, I don't like eating normal people food. I'm, I'm not enjoying it. I miss being shredded. I was just jacked before without even trying. It's like magic. It shouldn't be possible that that's the way that it is, but it is. And now I'm like, I'm not fat. I'm just like normal, and I, I dislike it. Well, I mean, we we did that hang video, and you still had some abs there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I have an unrealistic expectation of myself now because I was so lean for so long mm. and it was just easy. It wasn't like I was having to get up at 4 a.m. and do an hour of cardio and have a really restrictive diet. I was just doing normal stuff. I just, my body handles the carnival diet really well. Yeah. And um, yeah, like I still got abs, but I I feel like I, I look different to how you, other people see that I look. No, you, you look sloppy, man. I was looking at those hang bears. I'm like, you look sloppy. I, I only can see six of those. Because that's, that's, that's the thing. I, I, I said in that like in that video, I looked at myself. I was like, mm, you're letting yourself go. And then someone else mentioned me like looking pretty like shredded or lean or like something about like when I turned around like my back. And I was like, I feel like an obese potato person. And I, it's definitely not the way that it is, but I just miss being that shredded. It's mm. just, it's just easy and nice to look like that with carnivore. It's and got I, a bit I of like body, it a lot. body dysmorphia. Yeah? It, I, I'm thinking that. Yeah, it's cause, I just, just it was because I was so lean for so long. It's like, yeah, I just re- really enjoyed it. So I'm, I'm going back to it. I need it. Cool. I need it. And also, just in terms of strength, I'm not nearly as strong as I was while I was on the carnivore diet. Just doing my normal strength training now, the weights that I was doing before feels heavy. So something about it that it's it doesn't make sense. It's just magic. It's just all that protein. It's magic. It's that's all it is. It's voodoo magic, and I, I really enjoy it. So I'm going back to it. I can start to afford it now, which is nice. So cool. Now that the coronavirus isn't bending me over, um, I'm yeah, I'm I'm back in. I'm starting again next week. So I'm not looking forward to the first two weeks. It's going to be rough, but I'm really excited about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, the first two weeks. Um, just hang close to the it's bathroom. Like the ter- they call yeah. it like you know the terrible twos, like the first two years. Mm. Like the, what should we call that first two weeks of carnival? The terrible. The twos. terrible poos. Oh, terrible poos. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that works. I'm not looking forward to those, but I'm looking forward to getting back into it. I, I actually did. Um, 
on my Instagram, I was going to do a monthly thing for a while there. I was going to, I did one post about it and it was one year exactly after I did my before and after post yeah. from when I was a little bit chunky um, to when I was at like roughly five to 6% body fat. And then a month later I did like a monthly update and I was going to keep doing that. And then the whole, this nonsense started and I wasn't able to afford the diet and all the stuff happened. And, and so I want to get back to doing that monthly post. So it's been a few months. So I want to take some photos of going from carnivore to just a normal healthy diet back to carnivore and show the difference because it's not like I'm eating bad. I'm eating perfectly healthy and it's the way that I was eating before. It's just it's such a stark difference to me. What would, normal healthy yeah. food versus just meat. It shouldn't be healthy. It shouldn't work, but it does. Like I got all my bloods done and everything as well, and I'm I'm perfectly healthy doing the carnivore. I'm so confused by how it works. What we'll do is we'll um we'll get uh your skin folds again now before you restart. So then mm. like we'll have them at your leanest. We'll have them off, and then we'll have it before you start, and then we'll get them again like a month or so into carnivore. Yeah, that'd be good. We we'll just track it all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. I can't wait to get back into it. Nice. I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it was good. It was good. Um. Like I said, I, I didn't didn't mind it too much. Uh, you only did it for the month, though, I did right? it for one month, and I, I guess I missed variety a little bit. Like, just in terms of of you had to be more proactive in your preparation of food. So if, you know, if you're not on the carnivore diet and you haven't got your food prepped, you can just go and grab a snack. But, like, if exactly. you've not cooked a steak, it, like, takes time to cook a steak. <laughs> There's nowhere that you can go to just get carnivore stuff either. It's really frustrating. You can't just, like, go to a drive-thru and get a meat Mm. They don't have to add <laughs> There's meals and things put together. And that was really frustrating. So I had to be meticulous with my food and bring stuff and prep. But I'm, I'm like a robot when I eat. I, don't, I can eat the same exact thing every meal, every day, forever. Um, I'm lucky like that. I know a lot of, a lot of people uh, get really sick of eating the same thing. And that's the biggest downfall with their diets and things like that is that it's just monotonous. And they, I'm, I, just, I can eat the same exact thing every day. It's yeah. easy. I yeah, like it. I, I, I don't mind repetitive yeah, yeah it's all exactly. good it's all good i'll have to make you my steak fillet sometime it's uh it's just butter and steak with some seasoning it's pretty that's, good that's how you do it yeah it's pretty good that's how you that's all yeah. you need if, if I, was, I was getting really nice quality scotch fillets actually and you don't need much just just a thick chunky scotch fillet steak and that's it a little mm. bit of salt it's nice nice yeah it yeah, is yeah. nice well, yeah. you're going to be going back on the carnivore. I'm just eating eating normally at the moment. Um, weight's coming down, down five kilos in four weeks from yeah. all this running. I was going to say. So so for the people who don't watch the other, the running, um, what's it called again? Sorry. Running a marathon. Running a marathon series, yeah. Um, series. Yeah. So where are you at now? You've lost five kilos. How many Ks you run? have you run this week or were you oh, running? Yeah. How so, much is it up to? Yeah. So uh, I have my first three weeks getting longer each week. Yeah. Um, week three, the long run was a 14K run, mm -hmm. which was the longest I'd ever run. Yeah. And that, that was uh, right before our last recording session. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And then last week was a deload week. So it was pretty light. It was like a, a five, five and eight kilometers. Um, and what are you doing this week? This week is starting to build again. So this week I have a um, two six-kilometer runs and an 18K run. Um, so again, one pretty long run, which I'm going to do either on Thursday or Saturday. I haven't decided just yet. Um, today, this afternoon, because all my trains in the evening now, yeah. uh, Dr. Ian Dunnigan said, get it all in the same time. Um, uh, it's going to be a yeah, 6K later today. Um, so that'd be interesting. Get the 18Ks down this week. Um, but yeah, the running's going well. And just the extra... Uh, workload um dropping weight even though i'm eating you know reasonable amounts so yeah down from a 103 to um, 98 
and uh, got eight weeks to go. And the goal is to be around that 90 kilo mark for the uh, for the big run. Kilo a week. Kilo a week. I mean, well, it's, yeah, it's been over that so far. Yeah. So, and, and to be fair, I'm still hitting my gym sessions. Um, they are struggling a little bit, but I'm getting through them all. It's just... And I'm getting the weights that I want to get. It's just they're not they're not feeling easy. Yeah, see, this yeah. is this is what I thought would happen. Yeah. It'd be all good in the beginning, but then as the the running volume goes up, just the stress and strain on your body, your central nervous system isn't recovering as much either for like your general strength training. Um, I'm yeah, like I was saying, I'm interested to see how the running affects the weight training, but how the weight training affects the running because the, the weight training is only going to improve for the, the the conditioning, strength and conditioning for the running. But that's a lot of volume. It's a lot of volume running. Yeah, eighteen yeah. k's. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I can't. It's not quite, you know, computing in my head because, like, before all this, the first I'd ever run was you know twelve k's or ten k's, and yeah. it was so long ago. Um, but look, actually, every run that I'm doing is getting easier. So um, yeah, yeah, no complaints on this end. Yeah, yeah. I'm still interested just to see how the the weight the weight training actually goes because this is what you the first week you were so gung ho about it. You're so cocky. Running is easy, and then this is the first time that you've been like. It's the hardest sessions this week, so I'm just I'm just gonna wait. Play the, well, the no, long, the running, the game. running has been, yeah, yeah. But you were saying right. you want to run a marathon and have your lifts at a reasonable. Oh, look, it's gonna happen. I'm a very determined person. It's gonna happen. It's just, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what they are. But yeah, no, I'm 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 holding to it. I'm not compromising on the strength training mm. just yet. You're going to be squatting with willpower as fuel, and that's it. Yeah, uh, run a couple on of fumes. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, on I, fumes. Uh, I, I went and had a, um, a catch-up with uh, Gavin and Claire and, yeah. Uh, yeah, from here. Um, and because you're allowed to have social interaction, we, we kept our social distancing, yeah. but there was like, you know, four of us in the backyard because they had their little baby, um, Eleanor, Oh, they did? Yeah, oh, awesome. about three or four weeks ago now. Oh, congratulations if yeah. you're watching. You um, should be watching. Adorable, congratulations. Adorable little um, baby girl. And uh, so I went over there and, and Gavin Gavin's a huge uh, fan of the ammonia smelling salts when he lives. Yeah. And... Ninety uh, percent of all the smelling salts in this gym come from Gag. Oh, really? He's just like, oh, I've got, so got you a present, and all of a sudden, like a new bottle of ammonia appears. Awesome! And so he got me an Australian version, like a eucalyptus flavor, I think, or, or scent. You know, so uh, I said I'll save it until he gets back in the gym, and we'll we'll, we'll christen the eucalyptus um, nose talk at the same time. Awesome! Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's. It's good to see that there's a lot of. Your clients still, I, I saw when everything closed down, you gave away a lot of the stuff in your gym and deconstructed a lot of the gym to give it to the clients and things like that and seeing them post that they're still training and keeping keeping in it on Instagram. is, is It's good. Yeah. Keeps me keeps me whole knowing that there's people out yeah. there still pushing it. Like I said, people work really hard um, when they come to the, when they come here and that, that's the difference between this gym and a lot of, um, you know, your 24-hour um, membership gyms is that I've got no interest in people coming here paying a weekly fee and not rocking up I'm invested in all of my uh, members it's and they're not. invested in themselves and so um, when they come here it is a little community and everyone yeah. works hard and I didn't want them to lose all those gains that they had made so um, yeah like I said deconstructed or dismantled a lot of equipment sent yeah. it home with them and, um, and, and they are a lot of them are training which is great it's not what separates you from other gyms it's what separates you from other just people like how, how many people do you know with businesses are like nah i'll just take this out you just literally gave away half your gym to most of your clients yeah and like it, the first week i don't know any other gyms that have done i think that. That there's a couple of gyms around which is which is good um and, and they sh they should as well i think you know yeah 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 it's yeah. a good idea it's a good idea he's, he's got quite a good setup there actually Yes, so in some of his videos, it's a really good setup of, of Gavin's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got one of the fixed bench presses, which is um, you know an IPF and International Powerlifting Federation spec bench press. So yeah. it's, it's a good sized bench, and uh, and the full squat cage, 
and a deadlifting platform all in like his kitchen slash dining yeah, area. Yeah, it's like in his house. <laughs> so I think his wife's like in the kitchen making sandwiches for like her, her son and he's like, you know, squatting two, two meters away, benching <laughs> with his bench shirt on. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. That's awesome. Very cool to see. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good. There's been lots of innovations. There's been lots of changes and innovations in the fitness industry because of all of this. Like people need to, it's so important now more than ever to train and stay fit and healthy and sane, like train to keep your brain from falling out of your nose. Because I know a lot of people like me are just doing nothing. So training has been really important. I don't, I don't know how I would survive if I didn't have anywhere to train. If I didn't have the, the equipment and stuff that you gave me and the stuff I already had at home, I'd be going out of my mind. I think so, a lot of people are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying something that people or people aren't taking into consideration yet is not um, only the people that are getting sick from, you know, coronavirus, but it's the, it's the mental health impact on a lot of people that are forced to stay at home um, yeah. or that are afraid to go out or that have lost their jobs or that can't train or people that have maybe pre-existing, um, uh, you know, mental illness that, that they have to get out and do, do things that they've not been allowed to or do it at the same extent at least, um, yeah, which is yeah. an issue. It's so a really I, big deal. It's a really big deal. And it's, it's not really touched on much. When I was at uni, actually, they, they started to touch on it. There was some mindfulness units and they were talking about uh, using health and fitness, fitness in particular, to, to deal with mental health issues, to like keep you at a stable level because it, it's well known to be able to help with things like sleeping patterns and regulating hormones and and all of that sort of stuff and when people don't do that when they go from exercising socializing having a full and fulfilling lifestyle to just doing nothing at home it's that trap where you're doing nothing so you want to do nothing so you stop everything and then just everything goes to yeah. well, I mean, to chaos yeah and i think messes it was, with your head yeah in the running a marathon episode two with justin barrett who's you know one of the top sports physios yeah um, and, and he was throwing out some stats as well. I think he said something along the lines of, um, you know, a half hour run, the endorphins that you get from that exercise um, has been shown to be as good or better than uh, 99% of all cases where people are taking antidepressants. You know what I mean? It's like it's, yeah. it's, exercise is so important for your brain and for your and mind and body. Valuable above other uh, treatments, I guess you could say. Uh, there's something that they said it a million times, like if, if – uh, fitness could be put into a pill it'd be the most widely sold thing on the planet just because the general i think it's general what is the world health organization's uh guidelines for physical exercise or something like that and that that's like these guidelines are the ones that they're talking about it's, it's like 150 minutes a week like some really basic exercise right um really basic stuff and they're saying that if people did that then it reduces the risk of so many like heart liver kidney problems there's risk of cancer risk of obesity risk of like of almost every known illness that you could find it like reduces the risk of everything by a huge margin it's it's so incredibly important to to exercise and it's not even like i think people when they think exercise they think all this crazy stuff that they see on tv and these programs and these impossible versions of themselves that have to look like it's just general health and fitness to keep your body and your mind together you don't have to look like a I don't know, like a, a model. You just you just need to train to be healthy. It's nothing to do with looks. It's more just to be and feel healthy more than anything else. And I think a lot of people are they're getting um, really disheartened by all this because they're not going out and being social. And there's oh, what's the point if I'm not going to see this person or do this thing? It's 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 one of those things you need to do every day is just general maintenance for your for your own self. Uh, it's 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 harder now that everyone's stuck at home, but it's so it's so much more important now. Because you can't go out and do those fun things and talk to your friends and 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 do the things that you usually do to blow off steam. Now you need to find new and creative ways to like use that nervous energy. And I think a lot of people are um are, are feeling feeling this 
in those sorts of ways because they, they don't have gyms and they don't have, like I have a sweet setup at home. A lot of people don't have anything, which kind of sucks. Like you said, everything was sold out. Uh, and I know a lot of people who wanted a lot of gear and this is just gone. It was a nightmare to try and get some bands for home, like just rubber bands. The Yeah, yeah like resistance bands. Basic stuff that's in abundance everywhere. It's just everything's gone, which which kind of sucks. So yeah, it's important now more than ever to stay fit. Yeah. As fit as you can, I think. A lot of people are struggling real hard with that. Just kind of a big old shame. That's yeah. exciting though, because when the gyms open up, everyone's going to come back all at once. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a busy few weeks getting everything to rush yeah. yeah which is good um i'm looking forward to it i can't wait and i'm sure it's gonna happen soon because we're trending very positively here as we mentioned before mm. um talking about moving forward and self-improvement and all these good things you were thinking about going back to uni yeah we were talking about this uh last week a little bit and uh the week before two weeks ago and i was talking about it with sarah a little before that and then we spoke about some of the potential things that i could go back to uni for i was thinking originally nutrition and then we talked about doing exercise physiology and so i'm not sure if i'll do one or both of those things but yeah i'm looking at going back to uni either mid semester this year to pick up some electives that i didn't do for the units that i want to do uh for the ex-phys course and then seeing if i can just do one straight year if i have to do a year and a half or something but yeah going back to uni which will be uh which will be kind of exciting yeah well i guess what we talked about was um the different pathways i mean you have your exercise and sports science degree yeah um from from uh, uni same same as me I, I ended up going back and doing the masters um in strength and conditioning mm-hmm. and and i guess the reason for that is is the different pathways that you can do so like when people say oh, oh what can you do with a sports science degree mm-hmm. well you could probably do a um you know if you did a, a teaching course you could be like a PE teacher health teacher um you could get a job with like a sports club but the reality is they're probably not going to hire you unless you have like a, or like a professional club, unless you have a master's or, or more? There are a few things that you can do with the sports science degree, with just the sports science degree. You can do analytics and you can go on as uh, like a taper, sports massage, that sort of thing. No, wait, not sports massage. I don't think you can do that. Not sports um, massage. You taping, can do um, sports taping, trainer. Sports, sports trainer. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. And you can do like taping and, and, and that sort of stuff as well, like sitting on the sidelines, just assisting and helping out. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a lot of analytics and stuff that you can do. So you know all the stats that are pulled up on games? There's someone pressing buttons on a keyboard for that, so be respectful <laughs> of those people because you can do that sort of thing as well. Yeah. Um, and th- there is a few other bits and pieces, but it's relatively limited with just yeah. the sports and, science I mean, degree. There, there, I mean, technically, like, yeah, if you had a sports science degree, you could go and work with a professional a- outfit, but they're probably looking for people that have masters or PhDs and yeah. others and this sort of thing. So um, I was like, all right, well, what, what are you interested in? And um, Adrian's talking, well, I'm interested in nutrition. And I said, well, if you're looking at... I'm trying to figure out how carnival <laughs> works. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out how carnival works. If you're interested in bettering, if you want to better yourself and um, increase your earning capacity and increase, like, your range of knowledge nutrition is fantastic um for what you're doing because you can not only utilize that in your you know in the gym and with your own clients um you could have a whole separate nutrition gig if you yeah. wanted to um also sports um, exercise physiology uh would be really good because they um are able to work uh with healthcare providers so then you're able yeah. to work with people that are trying to return to work um, recover from injury um get back to playing sport um which is uh, pretty cool as well and again um you know, increasing your scope of, of practice yeah. um, and and your your worth to any organization that, that, that has you working in them, you know, or exactly. you could start your own. <clears throat> yeah, I find I think I find the, the nutrition most interesting because I thought I knew things about it and it turns out that I don't at all. With all the, the just as, as it's easier to share information now, you're seeing a lot more stuff about nutrition from a lot of different places in the world. And, and yeah, just I'd like to try, my, personally, I like to try these 
diets and these fads and these things as they come on just to see how you feel, see how it works, all that sort of stuff. And um, I thought that I knew a bit and it turns out I don't. I just don't know anything anymore. So I want to do a little more learning there. But um, I think XFIS is a good way to go because then that's the most applicable to this to this gym as well. And opening up like a, a new sort of business within the business is, is pretty interesting to me. Yeah. That's uh, something that's going to be, it's going to be fun to, to just learn some new stuff. I haven't learned some new stuff in a little while. So I'm excited about that. But we came to that conversation. You were saying that you wanted to go back to uni as well. And you were going to do some further study too. Are you still going to be uh, looking into that? There's a few things that um, I'm interested in. Um, and I guess it all just depends on on sort of time availability, you know, when the gym can open, uh, all these sort of things. But yeah, like I've already got the, the bachelor's, I've got the master's in strength and conditioning, and I went back for my MBA. So I've got sort of a couple of degrees under the belt. So what, 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 why would I go back to uni? And there'd be two reasons. One would be to do something like um, exercise physiology where it is broadening the scope of what I can do in my gym, mm-hmm. all right, um, which is a good, Business decision one, but also because you know I'm learning more. You, yeah. you, you, nothing. There's never anything negative about educating yourself. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, so that is um that was one one uh, option, and the other option was to look at maybe trying to go back to do a um a PhD or a thesis in in um something sports science related. So, uh, again, cool. I need to. Uh, reach out to a few people that I that I have um, actually already touched base with, but I want to touch base with them again more thoroughly, and uh, actually find out the process a bit more about how, what that involves and and, and entails. But that, that would be interesting. It could be interesting. I would be yeah, Mills et al. Referencing you and in, oh, in papers. That's that'd be nice, wouldn't it? To to see your name referenced. To, in, it would be interesting, yeah, to be yeah. a published author. I mean, technically, you don't have to do a PhD to be published. Um, that was the uh, sorry, the third thing that I was thinking about doing, which is, um, one of the associations that I'm with is the ASCA or the Australian Strength and Conditioning Association. Yeah, and there's different levels of coaches there, and and I've been cruising on my level one to get to level two. There's more coursework and, and books that you have to do goes mm-hmm. into the strength and conditioning aspects a bit more, um, you know, even more deeply. Um, uh, but but part of it is you have to write a, an article um, that could get published, basically. So oh, cool. so you have to write an article, they critique it, make sure it's all up to par, and you submit it, and then um, you know it may or may not get you know approved or published. Yeah. Uh, but that's part of it, and so so that was something that I'd be interested in doing as well. But I know that is again quite time um, con- consuming. So so what is the difference between the level one and level two? Again, it's it's just going into more depth um, of, of of coursework, and so just like. Um, said most organizations wouldn't take you just with a bachelor's like for a professional outfit i know that and i'm just throwing it out here but like if you wanted to work at the let's say the australian institute of sport Mm -hmm. um they would probably require you to be like maybe a level two coach or above you know there's different like categories so so then what would you want to use if you were to go level two what would you want to use that for again so the level two would be more just a self-improvement thing cool yeah like i'm not planning on flying over to canberra um (laughs) and applying for a job at the ais or anything like that yeah um it would be more so just to to get into more detail about things that that i am interested in um but it wouldn't have as big an impact on um this business well that versus doing a phd do you mean like that versus like uh exercise physiology which could get used immediately within this business ah, I see. yeah 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 cool. you know but you never know there's always nutrition because nutrition is super interesting <laughs> it is it is i think i think i want to do both I think I might do both. I've been oh, thinking wow. about it more and more as well. And 
Yeah, I think I'm just going to do that until I'm satisfied okay. <laughs> with, with study. Well, I already or told in, you. Or the, until I get sick of it again. The, the Strength Institute uh, supports your decisions to better yourself, and we will be here and create a, a constructive learning in- environment for you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, really, that's really exciting, actually. Um, I've never felt like more of a nerd in my life, uh, but that's just really exciting. I'm excited for all of the new stuff that, that's coming up. It's... It's a bit weird how this coronavirus has affected everyone, I think, because there's been obviously a lot of negatives, but then it's changing everything. Like the world is changing quite a bit. And I wouldn't have thought of going back to uni before because of how things were going and, and everything's changed so much. It's, it's, it's good to kind of shake up the system every now and again and then just rethink how you're going to move forward. And so <laughs> yeah. I like that. I mean, look, shaking up the system is good. Um, being forced to close and everyone staying at home, not so good. But that, yes, you've got to find I, your yeah. silver linings. Exactly. Silver linings. Exactly. So it's, it's been good to just like reevaluate everything and try and figure out how everything's got to work again and changing things. And yeah, I, I wouldn't have considered going back to uni with, with how the gym was going. Everything was going amazingly. And um, there just wasn't any time for it because of how, how well everything was going. And I was getting really busy and the gym was going great. And now that everything's kind of slowed down a bit, it's given me the opportunity to actually go back, which is uh, think about it, think about what and why, and yeah, it's it's, it's exciting. I like it. If we both did X-Fizz, we could be study buddies. Oh my god! I mean, I don't think I want to spend that much time oh, with you, <laughs> mate. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> uh, that would be that. That would actually wouldn't be too bad. We could set this. We could set this podcast area up as a, a study area, study room slash yeah. podcast zone. Yeah, yeah, lots of new stuff to come surprisingly a lot of new stuff to come mm-hmm. when the gym finally opens up again. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, just a matter of time. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to touch on today? I don't think so. I think that was pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think we covered a fair bit of ground. We did. We're going to get out there now and um, and film a couple more workouts. I mean, we've been... Uh, and, and there's a thing as well. So we've been filming... We started off filming a lot of workouts. Uh, and some of you have been following along, which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start putting more an emphasis on the individual exercises for like the tutorials um, playlist. Yeah, we really yeah. want to pad that, like pump that up a lot, and uh, and just get a bunch of the exercises that we regularly use on there, so that people can you know see and and, and refresh themselves. We have talked about that in the past, working yes. up our, our catalog. Yeah, yeah, I think we're up to two now, but we're yeah. going to I'm going to start uploading sort of one to two a week. Yeah. Um, one workout a week, one to two tutorials a week, one to two podcasts. We're still a lot of content coming out here. Yeah. Um. But, but a nice variety at least. And then we're also going to start doing some more fun videos too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so as soon as this marathon is stuff. done and I'm not worried about injuring myself, you're going to teach me how to do backflips. Yeah, that, so that was going to be one. We were going to do a few different ones where uh, Nev was, we we're going to do a series of Nev trying to do all the mobility stuff that I do and I was going to do some of the just insane strength and strongman stuff that Nev does. And, and Nev has been asking me to teach him how to do a backflip for, for, for a few years now. Yes, many years. For a few years. So maybe we'll, we'll actually... Get a series as soon as that. I run the marathon, yeah, and I'm not worried about spraining my ankle, yep. I'll um, I'll just do a backflip. You just do it. You just do a backflip. I feel like it can't be that hard. It's actually. <laughs> Am I doing this thing again? It's actually not, <laughs> not that bad. Yeah, it's not that hard. Yeah, okay. It's, surprisingly easy. well we're gonna we're gonna figure it out yeah yeah, yeah we're gonna do it so so there's lots of stuff to come so make sure you like and subscribe subscribe so do it right now see all the videos that we're gonna be posting because there's gonna be lots of little short informative tutorials which are gonna be handy quick and easy to watch that you can apply to all of your training and then 
the workouts. Let us know if you like the workouts. Let us know if there's something you want or things you don't like, or if you don't like seeing <laughs> me that often, or Nev, or, you know. Or if you enjoy seeing Adrian with his shirt off like he was in the Hangs video. <laughs> yeah, I got some good feedback about that. Makes me feel good. Um, but yeah, like, same thing. If you want Nev to take his shirt off, let us know in the comments. Just let us know what you feel like, and, um, and we'll start to cater to that, because we did get some really good feedback for some of our videos, and we made some changes according to that and so yeah just give us some more let us know fill us in yeah awesome guys thanks very much for watching please do subscribe like share comment and uh and we'll see you soon you've been great everyone all right thank you and we'll be back next time on the big flex on big flex thanks for watching guys see you later